0: Hi, Filmatics, and hi, Moguls. Today, we have a dual presentation because we have a fantastic guest, which I think you'll learn so much from. We have David Zanoni. David is a business owner, consultant, and a representative for Vintage House, and David specializes in the collection account management for independent film and TV productions. Let's welcome David to the show. David, welcome to the show today.
1: Thank you very much, uh, Marilyn. Uh, really pleasure to be your podcast.
0: Yeah, we're so glad to have you. And can you let the audience know where you're recording from today?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, we're, I'm in the Caribe Mexicano, Mexican Caribbean. Uh, and to be very precise, in a very small beach community called Puerto Aventuras between uh, Playa de Carmen and Tulum, very known for its, um, its tourism. Uh,
0: vacations oh it sounds magical I wish I was there right now (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah.
1: the worst places to be definitely
0: ah so it sounds beautiful and David can you tell us a little bit because you're in Mexico but your last name is Italian and you're from you're from uh, Norway so you have a very interesting mix can you just share that with us real quick
1: Absolutely, Marilyn. So uh, I was uh, born in the Netherlands. I'm actually Italian Dutch, um, my from my mom's side. Um, I'm I'm Jewish Dutch from my father's side. Italian. Um, I grew up in the Netherlands. I I went to school in the Netherlands, um, did university, and eventually started to travel um, first for pleasure, then for business, um, and yeah, one of those. Uh, those trips I, uh, I met my, my wife uh, who is Mexican and um, after a period of going back and forth and living together in the Netherlands uh, we decided to settle in Mexico which we uh, did about 10 years ago I think it will be in May um, and after moving around a little bit within Mexico um, we settled in the uh, in the Riviera Maya in the Mexican Caribbean and that's where we've been living for uh, the last uh, 10 years and for me um, basically working remotely um, and doing business all over the place but having this area as my as my basis.
0: I like it, the Mexican Riviera, not bad, not bad. So uh, yeah, so I wanna ask you, um, David, before um, we get into like uh, your business and everything, I, I love asking people, what is one of your favorite films? That you just loved um, when you' growing up
1: yeah but well, that's, that, that's that's a great question but a difficult question I guess there's so many so many films um, you know I, um, I i I really um, I love the Godfather for example, uh, maybe also a little bit because of Italian heritage uh, I have to admit uh, but there's also um and that's more my 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 Mexican interest my Latin American uh, uh, passion uh, motorcycle Diaries which is um I think one of the first what uh, the big films Gal uh, gal banal basically broke through uh, internationally um yeah and and uh, I, I I guess these are the, the 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 films um I probably most liked and the sixth sense uh, I I guess that's probably somewhere with the beginning of, the, of my 20s, uh, which had a huge impact on me. Um, so, so yeah, maybe when I was a little bit younger, uh, yeah, it wasn't much about films, but I guess it was more about television series. And I, I loved watching, uh, I remember, He-Man and then Transformers. So, uh, yeah, I guess the uh, the 80s generation.
0: <laughs> yeah so but, um do you, was there any was there a criterion film since you are you're from the netherlands and you're italian yeah. and you obviously you have love for the mexican um beautiful um city that you're living in was there a criterion film that you love for, uh, perhaps an italian criterion film that you just fell in love with that inspired you to go on your career path Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there, there, there are so many beautiful Italian uh, films, um, there is
1: um, it, there's, there's the Malena, for example, Malena, which is with uh, Monica Bellucci, uh, which takes place in, uh, in Sicily, uh, beautiful, um, apart from the film itself, but also the, the way it shows Sicily, uh, I think is absolutely amazing um and then there's uh, la vita bella which is actually a combination of of the italian heritage and the jewish heritage heritage uh, you know it's very much about um i think italian comedy on one hand and on the other hand the the the, the um uh, the harsh reality of um, of the the second world war the holocaust um, and i think that, that that film just just brilliantly shows from one way the how 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 hard and how uh, how devastating the Holocaust was, but on the other hand, how important it is to be, you know, to be positive in life and to have an uh, an, 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 an happier attitude.
0: Yes, uh, what a wonderful film and, and an incredible actor that was able to write that. And um, uh, let's give his name. Is uh, what is it? Uh, uh, what was his name? The um, the Vita Bella, right? Uh, the actor's name was Roberto. Uh, what was his name?
1: It's, I think it's Benigno.
0: Benigno, Benigno, yeah, Roberto Benigno, right? Yeah. Yeah, Uh, what an incredible writer, actor, exquisite film, how the hardships, and, um, you know, my mom and her mother talked about, like, you know, I I know that was about the Holocaust, but um, the Germans came over, and there was also Mussolini that came in, and it was a really bad time for Italians to have all those but um there's some beautiful stories how italians actually helped um during the holocaust they helped many people and so my mom shared some stories about her her mom helping people so that's what um you know the, Our are uh, people that listen to the podcast they have a passion for film they have a love for film they are inspiring writer director producer actor or, you know, looking to find their place in the business. And it all starts with those stories that we fall in love with and the actors. And uh, so I'm going to ask you, um, you mentioned some beautiful films, Monica Bellucci, uh, Madalena, right? Um, yeah. what, what a powerful, Madalena, what a powerful film. Um, she's such a beautiful woman and a stunning actor and how, like, someone can be an outcast for simply what they look like and how they treat women. So, It's, yeah, very powerful film and uh, a very brave acting role that she did and just stunning pieces that you mentioned. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, uh, yeah. And so I'm going to ask you, so um, is there a director that you that you really love his films? And if you'd like to give a a film shot um, of one of your favorite scenes in a movie, because those are the most, I think, memorable moments in a movie where it just moves and touches you
1: yeah oh that's uh uh that's that's a difficult one um you know um um there are the 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 the, the mexican directors um who have gained some, so much fame over the last decades and uh, yada to uh, Cuaron, uh, del toro um with international films and with local mexican films but i would still go for uh for steven spielberg um and i get i guess it's the link with the jewish heritage i think he's done uh, uh really an amazing job in, in 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 putting uh the jewish heritage on uh on on the agenda um i remember by the way as a, as a kid you know talking about films and the one i forgot to mention is jurassic park um which uh uh which which i was fascinated by when uh when I was younger, um, and uh, afterwards, Schindler's List, um, which is of course a great piece of um, of, um, of, of an historic film, and um, you know, talking about director scenes, I wouldn't be able to mention any directly, but it's certainly one of those um, moments in the film of Schindler's List where it's where, which are extremely, probably extremely. Um, um, Difficult to watch and uh, and horrifying, um, but probably and may, maybe maybe that even came close to the reality in 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 the death camps. Um, but I guess these scenes, if I have to mention some, probably these scenes are uh, are the ones that, that 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 really left an impact.
0: Yeah, what incredible director Steven Spielberg from. Fun films from E.T. to uh Jurassic Park yeah. to incredible like into yeah. Yeah, yeah. moving and touching and heartwarming films that remind us of yeah of things from our past that possibly we can change and do better. Uh and just you know, the Schindler's List um is one of those films, like you said, Roberto Bonini's film, It's a Beautiful Life, that just yeah. spotlights um, people's journeys in harrowing situations, and like you said, the positivity, or you know, the sufferings that yeah. people go through, and you know, um, that's what movies are made of. We have movies that are dramas, we have comedies. We need a combination because once you see a powerful one, that's kind of like, oh, your heart yeah. hurting. You need that one of those like comedy movies or those action movies to just go. I need a balance. And um, but incredible, oh, absolutely. yeah, incredible filmmakers. So um, which leads me to so. So we know that you uh, you were you were you grew up in the Netherlands and uh, then you're in your travels and your business. You fell in love and met your wife in Mexico. But I kind of want to ask you a little bit more specifically if you can be a little bit more specific for our audience. How did you start in the film um, industry? Like what what was making you move around or for your work so that yeah. you ended up in Mexico? Yeah, well, um, you know. Um...
1: Uh, maybe that part is a little bit um, uh, more boring in talking about uh, films, but uh, um, yeah. So, so I, 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 um, I, I did university in the Netherlands and started to work. And I was always looking for um, for international jobs. Right? I mean, probably my 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 main passion is traveling. Uh, so when I started to to really um, started my career i guess my my in my and it has always been the same um my the drive has been travelling uh, so when i um at some point in my career wanted to switch jobs and was looking for um a more exciting job i um i run into um at that point that that small little company called vintage house uh, based in a small town in the Netherlands, in Leiden, which is uh, close to Amsterdam. Um, and they offered the job um, to work on international contracts in the film and television business. Uh, and I applied and I guess there was a match and, and they hired me. And I didn't know anything, really anything about uh, uh, film and television apart from, from, from watching movies. But I didn't know anything about uh, the business side um so that's how i actually really started and um from there i started to 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 work on 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 agreements uh, for vintage house and mainly agreements I we'll probably talk about that a little bit later on uh on uh, on, on on um uh, the side of uh, uh of collection account management management of international revenues of film and television productions um, and I had to learn it by by doing the job. And uh, in the beginning, it was uh, it was difficult. But um, yeah, I, I liked it, and I started to specialize um, at some point, uh, working a lot with uh, with production companies uh, and financiers and investors in the US, and um, later on also. Creating my own uh, uh, niche, um, I would say, which is the Spanish-speaking world, uh, which is an, an almost a very dynamic um, um, business, film and television industry in itself, um, and that's between Spain and Europe and the Spanish-speaking countries in Latin America, and I would also include the Spanish-speaking. Um, side of the US which is also big and you know uh, whether that's California of course and uh, but also on the other hand and more television uh, in uh, in Florida Uh, so that's how I started and eventually when I when I moved away from the Netherlands and moved to Mexico I uh, I set up my own business continue to 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 work with uh, uh, with vintage house uh, up till today Um, and um, Again, still a lot with uh, with the U.S., but uh, on the other hand, representing Vintage House in uh, in Latin America.
0: Oh, so, so you um, you are ahead of uh, the Vintage House in Latin America,
1: right? Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm a representative for Vintage House. Uh, the you represent Vintage House in Latin America. So the business we do um, is basically through uh, through me, and that's in film, uh, but also television. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, we are, we're a is a company, very much focused uh, traditionally on North America. Uh, of course, mainly the US, but also Canada and to also to a certain extent in Europe and within Europe, mainly the United Kingdom. So it's very um, English language focused. Uh, but on the other hand, we've been doing a lot of, uh, uh, we've been involved in many um, films in Spain. Uh, and Latin America as well. And in fact, one of uh, our vintage first clients, maybe what, maybe the first client, um, is actually was actually a uh, Pedro Almodovar, uh, which is the famous Spanish director. Um, so we have, although we are very focused on the English language, we have an an, an, an history that goes back a long time with uh, with Spanish language as well. Yeah. And I'm it- always talking about the business side, right? So. Um, we are. We're not involved on the creative side, and and the vintage house. We don't. We don't produce. We don't finance uh, films and television series. We don't sell them. But with what we do, we are. Um, I I would say very important, small but but very important element within the the whole structure of film financing and film distribution.
0: So okay. So can you make that a little bit clearer to our audience because um. It's like so. Exactly, what do you do in the film industry? Yeah. So do you, you said you don't do distribution, and you don't finance or
1: no, That's that's correct, uh, Marilyn. So, but uh, what, what Vintage House does, we 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 manage collection accounts for independent film and television productions. Um, and when I say collection accounts, effectively, I would say we manage. International revenues so or the revenues generated by international distribution of independent film and television series. Um, so how does it work? And and film production usually comes together um, um, by, with with several uh, elements. So there are several production companies or so individual producers working together. There's often a, a mix of financing, right? And that could be. Uh, equity financing, uh, individual f- investors, for example, um, but also institutional financiers or or, or debt financing, right? That, uh, which could be a a a bank, for example, or individual lenders, and then uh, and that's the financing side. So the financing production side uh, often has uh, several um, uh, players involved, uh, and on the other hand, uh, often there is a um a talent so whether that's actors or directors or 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 the writer um they they get a compensation they get paid out of the film's budget or the television series budget Uh, but there's also deferred part whether that is um box office bonus profit participation or, or otherwise um so eventually um the revenues so once the film gets released right um before the pandemic, theoretically, uh, and then uh, either in a, on a platform, on television, and nowadays very often straight to uh, uh, to a streamer, um, or by international distribution, uh, all these revenues generated by the international sales, international distribution, uh, needs needs to be split amongst multiple beneficiaries. So every dollar earned, or every hundred dollars earned, needs to be split amongst film financiers um, individual investors um, actors the director etc so what do we do with vintage house Uh, we manage those revenues we receive those revenues and we we pay them we disperse them we allocate them amongst the beneficiaries and we do it on the basis um, of the recoupment schedule and the recoupment schedule is in the industry basically the combination of all the single payment obligations of um, the, the producers um, and that's basically what we do uh, and that's a very tiny part of the whole structure but a very important one for everybody who is entitled to receive a part of the revenues and specifically I would say investors and financiers.
0: So that means a lot to an investor financier if they see that they have um, but- um, someone important attached to the team like vintage house they'll know that they have like someone who's trustworthy to allocate the monies owed to everyone so it's very important like a completion bond is important but if they have a, an allocation team to distribute the funds so what's exactly is the title called it's called uh, accountant you said it's an accountant um, the title is a collective account management right
1: it's a collection account management or, or cam and, and you mentioned uh, and that's a very good example you mentioned the completion guarantor the completion guarantors is an other kind of um, um, um of party involved in an independent structure that basically guarantees in a certain way that either the production um, um, uh, gets gets really done or in case the production for whatever reason cannot be completed that 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 financiers um uh, are are compensated um so it gives a certain guarantee a collection account is another part of the of of, of basically the same same uh, structure so we we do not guarantee completion of the film uh, nor repayment of financiers as, as an insurance but by having a collection account we guarantee that the revenues generated once they are uh, received in the collection account that every individual beneficiary receives their share of the revenues so the moment uh and we, we act as a trusted third party so the moment that we uh, in a collection account receive the revenues of uh of the film um then then the fight then everybody knows and particularly the financiers and the investors of course that the money is safe uh that they will eventually get their their money and you, you rule out, by having a collection account, you rule out, the, the production rules out, the typical issues in independent film and television production, which has to do with, you know, companies may not be um, financially very solid. Uh, are many companies involved, are many contracts involved uh, with the whole, um, you know, production and financing and distribution. Um, and by centralizing, uh, the, the, through a collection account where the collection account manager is vintage house you rule out all these potential issues of conflict misunderstanding etc uh, so in that respect we are kind of a security or guarantee towards the beneficiaries
0: that's nice so it's like a third party um a third party that's like um unbiased right and you just do your job like an account yes. Sort of like an account oh, that, role to pay out. Yeah, that,
1: it's, it's, we are an administrator administrator. I would say it's, it, we're we're effectively, technically speaking, we're an administrator on behalf of the production company, um, and uh, and in a more like extended version, uh, an administrator on behalf of all the beneficiaries, so each and every individual that has an interest in uh, in the film's revenues, um, and and we. We just follow, we just execute the recoupment schedule. So the deal terms between the parties is a neutral third party. And why are we specifically so important, I would say, um, or at least the, 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 the concept of a collection account? Why is it specifically so important for film financiers and film investors? Uh, that's because the financier uh, has a big stake in the film, right? Usually, um, you know, uh, an investor an important investor uh, or an important financier, maybe finances um, a a quarter or a half of the film's budget. Uh, So they have a big stake uh, in the film and need to recoup their investment and and make a little bit of money uh, eventually. Uh, But they are the the ones that have least control on the revenues because the production company controls the contracts. The, The sales agent or the distributors control the distribution and eventually the flow of revenues. The financier doesn't. Uh, uh, the, the, the film investor doesn't. So, uh, but they have a big stake. So they are the one of the parties with uh, a particular interest in having a neutral third party, uh, taking those, yeah, I would almost say these, these uh, the, the, the leverage, uh, the power away from, um, um, from, from, from those uh, parties involved that have control over the revenues.
0: Yeah, so that sounds amazing. It seems like if you if you're an investor, like make sure you have someone like vintage vintage house to um, you know, be your collection account management. So I'm gonna ask you real quick. So um yes. what does vintage offer? You said to actors, writers, and directors. So mm-hmm. it it offers a way to make sure that the revenue gets to them.
1: Correct. So same thing with film producers and film financiers. Uh, sorry financiers and and film investors we we offer them a guarantee that 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 once the revenues are received that they will recoup their investment, or that at least they received the funds uh from which they uh they will recoup their investment we can never guarantee that they actually recoup the whole investment because we're not an insurance company uh but on on the other hand with actors and directors who often um have an a deferred compensation um under the deal with the producers, and that can be again, that can be a box office bonus, for example, or a deferment, um, effectively um, an agreement with the production, uh, with the production that a part of their their compensation is paid out of revenues, as opposed uh, to out of the budget, uh, but also profit participation, right? So if, if the film um, uh, does very well uh, and and it goes and break even and then generates profits. Uh, then generally talent, actors, directors, writer,
0: um, are entitled to, to share. And to their share. Okay, great. Um, so uh, David is talking about how um, once there are funds, that they will allocate the funds. And so um, it's called a collection account management, or CAM. And David's in charge of the Latin America Vintage House. And um so it's a really a great tool for film financiers, investors to um, you know, like in when they see uh, a company's investment um package when they're looking at those that there's a completion bond. And then um, so I'm gonna see uh we're recording live to see if David comes back. Hello, David. Hello. Yeah, yeah, and then perfect. Yeah. So so David, um real quickly, um, how did COVID affect your business?
1: Uh, well, um, it, it not at the end of the day, uh, it, it did affect us. Um, uh, there was a, obviously the, the production was very slow between March and I would say August September last year. But eventually, I think we we ended the year pretty okay last year. Uh, there was a lot of animation, and eventually, I think the streamers picked up a lot, especially on the distribution side. Um, so not uh, not okay but not
0: too bad either okay great and then so um also um if someone was interested in your services you have your own you have your own company as well right that you're a consultant yeah. for absolutely yeah yeah so which is uh, Z- zanoni 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 media.com so they can go there and um s- you know see about setting up a collection account management. How big does the film have to be? What kind of budget, how many people would well, this make sense for if you're a filmmaker? Is it great for indie films or is it more for international films with a big budget? What would you say is the right um, size for you to be working? Yeah, at?
1: there's no limit. So we do big films, international films and we do small documentaries. But generally speaking, um, uh, it's, it is typically a tool for for bigger productions where there's more at stake, right? Where mm-hmm. there's uh, uh, bigger investments uh, and there's uh, simply more risk for the bodies involved. Uh, but again, there's no limit. It can be a small documentary uh, but it, and also a big international film.
0: And you've been working a lot on animation, right?
1: <laughs> also animation, yeah, yeah. And, and more and more. Uh, especially. Uh, last year during the uh, the pandemic and uh, animation projects um, are often international. Um, they can be co-productions and the co-production is a typical example where a collection accounts may be needed. Uh, people from different countries and, and monies have to go to different countries. Uh, so yeah, definitely.
0: Wow, so you started looking for a job that gives you good travel and you've been with this company a very long time. And it's 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 it just works for you. I love how you just found your niche. You made it a niche and you specialized it and you've been doing this for how many years now? Like uh, um
1: Yeah, it's gonna be close to fourteen years, I guess.
0: Yeah, so you're you're very successful and um you're doing a, a wonderful job and is there, if there, is there any films that you particularly worked on that is coming out that you, you, like, especially since you're in Mexico, do you want to share a film that you worked on perhaps, a Mexican director film that might be coming out that you want to share with the audience to check out?
1: Yeah, well, uh, not, probably not a Mexican film, but uh, we, uh, we, we are uh, doing Cherry, uh, which is uh, a Tom Holland film, uh, which I think recently, uh, which is an Amazon film, by the way, uh which i uh, i think actually really uh, recently was released um uh working on 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 lockdown which is an HCC film uh which i think is about the pandemic actually um yeah um no mexican films
0: oh <laughs> we got moment. it we have to all, re- all us films okay you got <laughs> will you refer me some um directors from mexico to come on the show i would really welcome them to be on the show yeah. and some actors